welcome to the Dog on the Pitch podcast, where we look at the funny side of football. I'm Guy Fagan, and in each show, I'm joined by a special guest, and we talk about their footballing experiences, anecdotes, and escapades. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you're not missing out. Again, be sure to subscribe to the show. And today I'm joined by comedian Ben Hart, and we're going to be talking all things Man United. Welcome to the show, Ben. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, it's not a nice time to be a United fan today, like, but it's... Uh... <laughs> no, so just to no, give but... you a bit of context, so um, we're recording this episode uh, the day after um, the uh, sad uh, end of United's... Yeah. I say UEFA Cup, but it's now the Europa League, isn't it? You can still you can try and sound sincere, you know, if you say sad. But I mean, you can try and sound sincere, at least. <laughs> so what happened, mate? What what went wrong? I don't know, it went wrong about 10 years ago. Didn't it? It's not like... <laughs> I just think, like, everyone, everyone was going on last night about the penalties. Like, if you get into penalties in a game, like, you've already, you've already lost the game. You've already failed. Like, we just... We, just, we, we can't play football, like... We, okay. we had we had decent possession. We had like I think we had two shots on target the whole game. They had one shot on target, and like like Lindelof's just rubbish. Like we we don't we don't have a centre back. Our centre backs are crap. Like yeah. I, I mean, I'll just swear. I don't know. <laughs> of course, you can swear. Right, okay, right. I won't use any bad words. Just crap and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we, we don't have like a pit. It's it's, it's the same, same thing. Else, every United fan will tell you the same thing. It's it's our midfield. Like you look at our midfield. I I think we go down the table like. You'll have to end up in like probably seventeenth before you get a worse midfield than United's. Like I'd argue, Everton, I'd argue Everton's got a better midfield. I'd argue West Ham's got a better midfield than United. We're like we're like a bagel. Like we're really good. We're really thick here. We're really thick here. But there's just nothing in the middle. Like. So it's all the midfield's fault then. So you're missing. You're missing Roy Keane. Missing no, we're missing Declan Rice or Basuma from Brighton. That's who we're missing. Like a Roy Keane though, he definitely Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Keane now, if Roy Keane would play in the Prem now, he'd be he'd be in like League One kicking shins all the time. Like you can't get you can, I love Roy Keane, but you won't get a player like that now. They're all too soft. Times have changed. Times Absolutely. have changed. But yeah. do you think about Roy Keane as a non United fan? I love him, but I bet everyone hates him. Who was he? Um well I have heard kind of different things on podcasts and things from ex players and um yeah. he, he's definitely a guy who doesn't suffer fools, isn't he? No, um, he's he's just there yeah. to do a job, isn't he? He's like I, yeah. I don't want to make friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to play football. Yeah, but high standards. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, great footballer. Uh, wouldn't yeah. like to meet him in a dark alley. No, definitely uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever he said, yes. <laughs> Anything Absolutely. doesn't matter. Yeah, is that your girlfriend? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you can have it. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, um, with the uh, hair missing the penalty. Uh, Tranmere, my team, we yeah. went out to a penalty shootout um, semi-final of the playoffs to Hartlepool about 10 years ago. And okay. we had a team called Steve Wilson and he hit the corner flag. Oh, nice. Well, at least he hit something. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make that. me feel any better though, does it? No, no, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. If you get into like 12 penalties, like it's too late, isn't it? Like it's whatever. I mean. You can't, you can't hold a keeper responsible for losing the game because he missed the penalty like. What about like Rashford? Like Rashford, absolutely looked like he, his feet wouldn't work. Like when he, he was dead on goal, and like that's world class players. World class players don't miss them chances. 
Like, no. I'm not saying Cavani's world class, but top class players then wouldn't miss that. Cavani wouldn't have missed that chance. Bruno Fernandes wouldn't have missed that chance. Like, Rashford just like fell over his feet, and at that level, you can't be doing that with a ball. Like, no, I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's the same for like Trump. Like, you have like ridiculous. I think United fans have like ridiculous expectations still because we had it so good for yeah. so long. That, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, we should be that. We should be like the. And I'm gonna get so much hate for this. We should be like the the Real Madrid of of England. We should be like the Juventus. You know what I mean? Like, we should, that, that's what United should be because it's such a big club. And it's it's never gonna happen. Like it's it's the it's the, the problem with United is the ownership. It's got nothing to do. You could sack any, you could sack any manager, but you'll be in the exact same place in three years' time because they won't spend the money. And people say, oh, United pay a lot for players, but it's because you have to pay. If if a club finds out United's interested in a player, they had twenty five million pounds onto the price. Like yeah, and I thought the midfield was the problem. It is. Well, yeah, <laughs> in a way, yeah. But that no, that game last night. <laughs> We're we talking bigger picture or what? What's, what's the, uh, yeah. no, where's the problem? Yeah. I get it. I get it. Problem, oh, the problem started when they bought the club. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is the solution then? The owners get rid of the owner. Well, he's resigned, hasn't he? Uh, well, no, Edward was resigned, but just yeah. somebody else has gone in. I don't know. I think, like, there's not really a solution, is there? Because unless the government changed the rules to that 50 plus one, yeah, that, that sort of 51% ownership, but I can't see it happening, like, because how much money will these owners lose? Like, mm. and money talks, like, money money runs everything. Mm. And we all know, like, if the Glazers ring an MP and say, oh, I'll give you a million pounds, save me a million pounds, though, if you vote against this, like, they're going to do, I'm not being a conspiracy theorist, but, like, money runs everything. You're, if you're going to lose two billion, I think United's worth something like four, four billion at the minute, they were saying it's worth. If yeah. you give, 50, you can't just take two billion pounds off somebody, like, I was chatting about it the other day with a friend. I was saying, like, if if you look at it as a non-United fan, you, the Glazers, like, they've done a fantastic deal. Like, they've been given this business that constantly makes money. Why would you sell it? Yeah. Why, why, why would you sell it? And you live in America, you don't care. Like, all these fans, like, you don't care. But then, like, I genuinely think if the Glazers spent a lot of money this summer, most fans would forget. I'll always be, I'll always be Glazers out, for example. But I think if they spent they bought like a centre mid, they bought a right winger, they bought a centre back, they bought a right back. Everyone's going to go, oh, that's fine. Yeah, people have got short memories, haven't they? Yeah, the, yeah everything, everything these days is short memories. Like, yeah, the fire will be out. Yeah, You'll still get them diehard fans that hate the Glazers who will be like every week wearing um, yellow and green. But football fans are fickle. Like, yeah. you look at any team, like, you look at any team. But they, I always say to me, like, you know what they say about transfer fees? I don't care, it's not my money. If United paid four hundred million pound for a player, I don't care. So I'm, I don't care. It, it don't make a difference to me, does it? Like if Paul Pogba earns seven hundred grand a week, I don't. It literally doesn't affect me at all. Like, no. Maybe the maybe the shirt will go up by one pound or something, but like, it's yeah, it's not going to affect me. Like people care too much about the money size, but the, the problem isn't there, is it? It's, it's the actual wanted to spend the money as a club where you spend the money. Like, yeah, and I think there's a lot around. Um... Yeah, if they are going to spend the money, you want to get something for that money. You know, you of want, course, yeah. You want that to equate to your seven million pound. You want that to equate to getting more bums on seat, or I don't know, more money for television deals or whatever it is. Course, uh, but I don't think they understand that. The, the better you are, the more you earn. Like, mm. and I know you might. I, I think I read that you don't actually get that much more 
winning the Prem than finishing top four. Mm. I think it's not that much. It's not that much more money. So if you're a businessman, you go, "Why would we spend two hundred million pounds to get twenty million? As as a financial side, it doesn't make sense. No. But that's where that's where clubs like Liverpool and clubs like Man City are different to us because they'll spend the money to win. They don't really care about that's City. Yeah. Like as, as a United fan, like I look at City and think, "Wow, I wish my club was run like that." Sad state affairs. Sad yeah, because like affairs. then they don't spend they, they don't spend big money anymore. Like they broke their transfer record. Like, I think it was like sixty nine mil. Yeah, like we brought that. We probably brought that ten years ago. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I just think they're so well run. But then again, it's that it's because they're not Man United. Like they they can approach a player and say we'll give you this price, and they, and it isn't all over the media. It's <laughs> yeah, but then I don't know. I just all I right. think it's. There's no way of winning the Glazers situation, I don't think. Unless they decide one day I want out. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully happier times. Let's let's be positive. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. England, <laughs> England are going to win the Euros, so it's going to be well. Hey! <laughs> nice. I'll have, I'll have some of that. So, um, yeah. yeah, so it was Scouse comedian Dean Aldridge yeah. who, um, who recommended you to be on the show. And yeah, nice um, I did ask Dean if he had a message for you. Um, and he said, I'll, I'll wait until um, till after the final. Um, <laughs> I haven't actually, I've been kind. I've not actually chased him up on that message. Oh, good, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to add to your misery. So, yeah. uh, hello, Dean, if you're listening. Yeah, just ask um, Dean how his season went this year, how Liverpool's season went this year. <laughs> just, just ask him about that, because, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. you're probably still waiting for a response. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'm a, I'm a patient man. Yeah. <laughs> he's left me on red, but you know. <laughs> but I was surprised that you were mates with Dean because uh, I know uh, back in the day you'd never get a Liverpool and, your, and a Man United fan uh, being friends. You know, well, you I, know. I know they've been playing in empty stadiums for a couple of years yeah. now. I mean, it's not because of COVID. It's just no. fans kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Bill Bridges, not Walls. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so how did it start for you in comedy? Um, so, I, well, I used to, I used to work like I used to work as an actor, so I've always been like on stage and stuff. So I've always, but people have always said no over the years. Oh, you should try stand up. You should try stand up. I've always been like, no, nah, I'm too nervous. I'm too, too nervous. And I had a bit, and then I had a bit of a, a shit time, and I sort of adopted, you know, the yes man philosophy. Mm. Say yes to everything. And my friend oh. asked. Me, do I want to do this stand-up comedy course? And I, I was, and I had to say yes to everything because the rule. And I did it, and then I just, yeah, I loved it. I just loved it, and I, I found out I was a pretty all right at it as well. I, people, other people make it so different, but I think I'm all right at it. So, um, and yeah, and then I, I did like, you know, like beat the frog and stuff. Won, won beat the frog quite early into yeah. gigging. I think it was my third gig. I won beat the frog. Yeah, yeah, wow. Which, it, yeah, it was just lucky. I was I went on the right night. Um, yeah. But that was like a really good boost, no confidence-wise boost. And then, yeah, I've just been gigging all over the place. Um, last gig I was, last place I gigged before lockdown was um, Amsterdam. I was gigging in Amsterdam. Okay, I take it that was an English-speaking uh, crowd. It it was yes, but so it was interesting. <laughs> it was the first time I kicked abroad. Um, and I was actually quite nervous about how, if the sort of my stand-up style would sort of you no know, yeah. work over there. Anything medicinal before you went on? No, no, I'm not going to say that on camera. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah these things are recorded. I'm not I'm learning the hard way that way. So, um, no, it was it was good. Like I, the the problem, the thing was, you had to wait for them to translate. 
and then you got the laugh. That was a weird thing. So okay. a couple of couple of jokes in, you'd be like, oh, they're not laughing. But then you think, actually, but wait a second, they are laughing. <laughs> and I did make I did make an Anne Frank joke, and I realised after the club was 30 yards from Anne Frank's house. Oh dear. So right, yeah, it's a bit insensitive. But it got a laugh, so you know, laughs a laugh. So. If if you can make an Anne Frank joke in Amsterdam, uh, then you made on. I say local local humour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get down with the locals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's fun. It was really fun actually. And it was but yeah, I, I really liked it. It sort of made me think, oh, I could I can gig abroad now. Because I feel comfortable doing that. It's like a big um like a big step for me. I was, I was really nervous to be honest. Because I feel quite comfortable gigging in the UK now, like wow. um um not like that, but like it was a big step, you know, like a non-English speaking audience is obviously quite <laughs> Yeah, so maybe uh, Villa Real will be your next uh, next spot. No, the only joke in that game yeah. last night was Man United. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. place. Then they won the game. You can't like the Spanish Burnley beat us. So that's it. That's it. But they still yeah. beat us. So can't argue with that. But no, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where I started. And then just from there, just gigging all around, doing different competitions and stuff like that. Uh, meeting loads of people I think comedy is like a really small circuit as well everyone seems to know everybody mm. and it's yeah it's nice to meet so many people and there's not that many I've never met really anybody I didn't like I liked everybody everyone's been really nice to me I've always had everyone be really pleasant and not really had that many bad gigs I've been very lucky I'd say this now probably my next gig I'm going to like get stabbed in the eye or something <laughs> but like <laughs> But no, it's been nice. It's been amazing. I, lo I love it. I'm Absolutely. very lucky. I always say to people at work that I'm very lucky to get to do stand up because yeah. it's a black. And you've done things like Pete the Frog. You said you've done gong shows. Yeah, I did a few gong shows. There's a few that I haven't done. Like, I'll tell you, I don't want to say about my worst gig ever, actually. That was, mm. So it was a gig in there. I'm not going to say the name of the gig, actually. It was in the Northeast. It's quite a big gong show. Okay. Just in, just in case the person who runs it's watching. It was a good, amazing gong show, amazing arena. I was just crap. Um, so I was on, I think I was on eighth. Right. And it's, it's the only thing in this town, this gong show. So the locals were ready for it. Like they were hammered. I was it's eighth. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. They were <laughs> before me, like the guy got booed off before me. Like, and um, like they wanted blood. Like most, most gong shows, you know yourself, they say like, give them a, no, a minute. Yeah. No, at least give them a minute. I walked on and um, no spoils of my material, but I went, um, so I went on and they were all went, <laughs> that's what I walked on to. And I was like, all right, okay, it's gonna be a bit of a challenge. Um, and I, I, I talk about retail, so I went, does anyone work in retail? And no, no, no joke. I think there was about 800 people there. One man went, no, we don't. <laughs> and then I thought, I thought, but it was quite. I think I've been gigging about three months. Like I think it was quite early into stand up. So I was like, shit, I don't, I don't have a backup plan. I'm just doing my set. <laughs> so I carried, and then I said, oh, can everyone pretend they worked in retail, please? And the same guy went, no, we won't. <laughs> and then I think it was about. It felt like about four minutes, but it must have been about five seconds. I heard this girl in the top corner go, "Is he just going to talk about fucking retail?" <laughs> Boom, gong, off the stage. Oh, but what made it worse was that night my friend who I was driving back with won. <laughs> wow! So I had to sit in the car from the northeast four hours, <laughs> going, "Oh yeah, it's really good for you, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm really glad you won. Oh. I'm, really, I'm really glad you had a good gig." <laughs> and were they really uh, 
kind of milking it and all that. No, they were nah. far too nice. Like, if, and they were far too kind to me. I was just being a being, <laughs> being bitter and being horrible. But yeah, they were being. Oh, don't worry. It wasn't your fault. It was my fault. I know. <laughs> it was my fault. Don't worry about it. Okay. But it was good. That to be honest, I learned so much from that gig as well. What that, that's learn? what that's what taught that you've got to have a backup plan for everything. Okay. So like, what, that taught me that like if it's going wrong, you've got to just go. No, nah, I'm stopping that bit now because once you lose the audience, you'll know yourself gigging. Like once you lose them, you yeah, it's over. Like it's over. Like I would say within ten seconds, like of being on stage, I know if I'm gonna have a good gig or not. Yeah, because I always said the audience is just—it's like a job interview. That in a job interview, they want you to be good because they want you to get the job and be really good. The audience want you to be funny because they've gone out to laugh. So if you have, like, I always try and you know, start with a few jokes. Yeah, yeah, I know it's like for a stand-up, yeah, two jokes, but <laughs> um, to relax the audience because once they go, haha, yeah, oh, he's funny, then they relax and then they give you time. To do the you know the, to do the longer out stuff, yeah. That's what I found yeah, anyway. Bring out the like, big guns first of all. Yeah, like not not. I just do you know, some you know, some stupid jokes to start off with, just give them a bit of a giggle. Yeah, and then they relax then, and then that seems to, it seems to work. You know, I'd like to say I'll probably do my next gig and I'll get a bottle thrown at me, but, <laughs> <you> know, but <laughs> it seems to be doing all right so far. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, so, what are your influences in comedy? Who, who do you uh, kind of look up to? Uh, absolutely, like as a kid, Peter Kay. Okay, I love, yeah. I love Peter Kay. Peter Kay is like my hero. Like he, he used to live on my my nana's street as well, so I used to see him as a kid quite a lot. All oh, right. Um, but I, I, I love him. Like Phoenix Nights is my favorite ever TV show. Um, Max and Paddy was really funny as well. Yeah. Everything I love Peter Kay. Like he's he's like my absolute idol. So have you ever met him? Uh, I, well, I met him like briefly. So my my mum's ex partner used to be a what's it called a estate agent, and showed him around a house. I sort of stood outside the house, okay. like looking in, like <laughs> they were like, "Can I was like, can I show him around?" They went, "No, Ben, it's a really big house." And then they don't want you. Yeah, you don't want you fan going. Probably Max and Paddy kind of carrying you off. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> get back your bastard, I'll break your legs, that sort of thing. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love him. But Peter Kay is like my ultimate, ultimate influence. I think he's the perfect mix between old... I think he's the bridge from that old school comedy to new school. Mm. Because, like, he's sort of like an old school style, but yeah. he's not racist. Like, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, when I describe it like that, yeah. it yeah. seems no, to make sense for... Yeah. He's not got that sort of controversial, like, you look back and think, oh, but we can joke about that now. <laughs> yeah, he's... I think for a Northern comic at that time, uh, like, kind of when he came through, I, I can't think of many Northern comics around that time. Um, it was, no. I'm trying to think, it was like people like Eddie Izzard. And... He's, am he's amazing. Like, he's amazing. He went to, uh, so I went to Salford Uni for one year, and he, he went to Salford Uni as well. And I remember I, I was like, my dream was to run the Comedy Society, same as him, and do his oh. progression. But then I left, so I went somewhere else and did some else. But, yeah, that was like a... I sort of almost followed his... Tried to follow his footsteps, but failed massively. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he's, and then I like... I don't, I really, have you heard of Andy Kaufman? Yeah. I love Andy Kaufman as well. Like, yeah. yeah. Have you seen Man on, Man on the Moon, the film? Uh, uh, Jim Carrey. I have, actually, no. No, I'll have to so, like, no, no, Man on the Moon, but R.E.M., the song. 
Oh, sorry. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's oh. about Andy Kaufman as well. It's, it's, it starts oh, off with, Andy hey, Andy, hey, Andy, listen to yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I love him. as He was like the first like, anti-joke comedian, wasn't he? He was so, so deadpan. That as okay. long as he had, a, he had a good time, he didn't really care. Right. I'll be honest, I've heard of him. Um, no, you should look him up. Like he's, he's yeah. not everyone's cup of tea, and you might not even find him funny. But like you watch him and you think that is commitment to comedy. Like, okay, he, right. he read the Great Gatsby at one of his gigs. Like, just did that. that like, and it wasn't funny. Good. Like, it isn't funny, but he just did it. Like, wow, he's no, he's a genius. And then I, I really like, I like, really like that uh, Ramesh Ranganathan. and I really like him. Okay, um, yeah, I don't really like that. I, I, like, I don't really like that many comedians on TV. I like a lot of comedians from the circuit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think. No, I love. Yeah, I really. I, I like. To be honest, I, I've never really watched a comedian. I didn't laugh at. To be honest, I, laugh, I sort of laugh at everybody. I'm a perfect audience member. To be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you want to come to one and get, let me know. I'll, I'll be the perfect laugher for you. You always be a bringer in London. Yeah, definitely. There definitely. you go. <laughs> Give me a shout. Give me a shout. I've got a gig there. I'm doing. I think I'm doing Fulham Comedy Club. And, oh yeah, I know it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the only one. Well, when I say the only one, that's one of the only ones that's kind of opened up again. Yeah, the form um, right and now. There's another one that I can't think of what it's called. I, I did quite a few gigs in London actually. Um, the one was upstairs. One was in like a proper comedy venue. But I, I don't know what Fulham's like. I've never, I've never done Fulham comedy clubs. So. Yeah, I know, I know quite a few comics that I know have done that the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, it seems it seems amazing. Like the crowd seemed cool, and I watched a few videos and everything. But, yeah. Uh, so I'm travel. I'm gonna travel down. I'm gonna stay. In, I think I'm gonna stay over that night. Oh, cool. Well, give, no, give us a shout. Give us a yeah, shout. Yeah, come along if you want. I've got to bring a bringer, so you know, come along for me. Great. Try and get on the try and get on the same night. All right. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know all the details. So that's in but, fact for this this uh, <laughs> yeah. for the show. When is it? You're on Fulham. You know, off the top of your head. Yeah, I'm gonna Google it. On my, I've got my <laughs> on my emails. So I write everything down in my emails, but yeah. I forget everything. Um, there we are, Fulham Comedy Club. This is great entertainment, by the way. Uh, yeah, 9th of June. 9th of June. 9th of June. I think 9th of June, yeah, which is okay. going to be warm then as well. Yeah, I'm in 9th of June. I'm at Fulham Comedy Club for any of you London friends. You want to hear someone speak with vowels? Let me know. Yeah, want to see a bit of northern comedy in the yeah. town. Yeah, when northern, northern non racist comedy, that's what you know. There you go. There yeah, you go. Can't be perfect, mate. <laughs> all right so let's get down to business yeah football um, sorry my cat's trying to get on the screen now and they've just said that i told you before didn't i before we came online yeah when we were getting ready to go online she knew yeah look she's ready to cause trouble get away <laughs> and what's your cat called uh this is river she's actually a foster cat so she's yeah fostering her for a little bit until she's back on her feet she was uh, a bit sad at shift she was like chucked out of a car and really badly treated like so oh. She's uh, she's amazing, really. She's come quite a long way from when we got her. She was this skinny little thing, but now she's this annoying little cat. So that's good. Fantastic. So are all the ladies out there, I do also rescue cats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> non-racist northern comedy and cat. <laughs> what what more could you want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, you are a proud Man United fan. Absolutely. All your Um. So how did it all start? Following Man United, what's your earliest memory? Uh, earliest memory, honestly, my earliest memory of Man United is watching. Oh, whose testimonial was it? I went. So my my auntie used to be a steward at Man United. The first game I actually remember watching was Man City, but don't tell any of my friends that. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Some of your friends are listening. Don't worry. Yeah, well, you know, they like me. They've stuck with they've stuck with me through the years, so they can stick with me after this. So, um, I think it was who was it? Was it Stuart? Who was it? Stuart? Pierce? I, mean, I watched. I watched. My dad told me to watch someone's testimonial. Well, I just Stuart, found it was, Hang on, if it was Stuart Pierce's, that was the famous one where um, it was it Newcastle. Yeah, I think it, I think it was. Yeah, I, I was really young. I think I was like I think I was like six. Like. I really, I really like vague memory of it. But yeah. I remember it being his testimonial, and then the next big memory after that was probably the nineteen ninety nine. I remember that. I remember running down the street, my top off. I was only, I think, I was seven. Yeah. And we, when Oli Gunnar Solskjaer scored that goal, and the uh, that's, that's yeah, it's probably the as a United fan, it's probably one of the best times. I was okay. only seven. So yeah. I went downhill from there. So like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember. Yeah, that's. I think I'd, I'd say that's my earliest clear memory as a United fan. The okay. Champions League final by Munich. The so, treble winning year. All right. So that's uh, quite a, a high point, really, to start off on. Yeah, like, <laughs> Oscar Wilde started off really high and then ended up going downhill after everything he did. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But then, yeah, so yeah, probably that. I'd say the Champions League 1999 by Munich final. Wow. When, we stole, when we stole that game in the last wow. like, five minutes. And that was, from what I remember, there wasn't that much football played in that game, really, was there? It was no, they were all over us. Great game. They were all uh, over us. Yeah, but it was... I think uh, it's been voted the best moment, sporting moment. In, I think it's been voted the best sporting moment now because of like the how big it was mm. and how it happened. I think it's been voted, the, it's probably been voted by United fans as the best sporting yeah. moment, but... <laughs> And I think it was because the goals were like so late in the game, weren't they? Yeah, and it was literally his toe. He caught it. It was almost by accident. Yeah. Yeah, like, and now it just it just changed everything. It just changed. Well, it made his career. Like. Yeah. Would Would Solskjaer have been as big as he was if it wasn't for that goal? Like. Who knows? Well, he's a fantastic player, obviously, but like there've been a lot of fantastic players at United. So. Good manager, though. Um. So I I, I always argue with my friends about this. <laughs> So, I think he's put, he's all right for right now. Okay. I, th- I, I, I always say this to my friends, my friends will all disagree with this. I don't think any manager would succeed at that club. Yeah, I because mean, you're in the footsteps of Sir Alex, aren't you? Not even that. Like, you look at Pep at City, like, everyone says, oh, Pep's made that team. No, he, he did buy that team as well. Like, he's bought a lot of them players. Like, you buy players you want, like... Uh, Klopp, he's he's bought them players like when when he first went to Liverpool, there was a mass exodus, wasn't there? Like, if you if you want to win it, if you want to win, you get your own team and you get players you play that you want to play. Mm. Um, but I just yeah, I think I think Pep would go to United and he'd get told, oh, you get your third choice transfer. Whereas yeah. like, then so I don't think you can ever judge a manager like at United. The guy who ruined United was Louis Van Gaal. Okay, like he just gutted the team and made us play rubbish football. We've not played good football since like. Obviously, David Moyes had like a poison chalice. Yeah, um, it's like being England manager, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, you're never going to please everybody. Like he was following after Sir well, Alex straight after, wasn't he? You were never going, never going to do well. I'm not think I don't think he would have done well anyway. But I'm saying like it doesn't matter who had gone there, unless it had been Pep. But like, unless you back a manager fully, you're not going to. And everyone says, oh, he was backed, but he wasn't. He got bought targets that were obvious. Like Maguire's an obvious buy. Wan-Bissaka's an obvious buy. Bruno's an obvious buy. Like any manager would want any of them players. Mm. Like, you, but we didn't get like 
Haaland like when he was going from Salzburg and we didn't get um, Jude Bellingham went from Birmingham to Dortmund like why he looked around, he apparently looked around Carrington like how can you miss out on a young English player as my United to a German club I know they offered him first team football but yeah. why can't we offer first team if he's that good why can't we offer first team football yeah I just think I just yeah I think Ollie's the right man for right now and I don't see another manager that will come in and change the world no like, I don't I don't think Poch is that like I think Potch would be a bit better, maybe, but I don't think he's going to wear a title. Nah. I don't really want Conte either. Like, I, there's not a manager out there that I think... Maybe the guy who's just taken the Bayern job, what's he called? Um, Nagelsmann. Okay. Maybe him, but then he's got to get backed as well. Like, United needs to be... The next manager, United needs to be begging them to come rather than them saying, I want this job. Because mm. then they'll say, we'll give you all this money to spend. Anyhow? Don't be so silly. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my football manager stats are better than this so like, <laughs> get me I, I cost less all I'd say about um, Solskjaer is whenever I hear stories about him he's supposed to be a really like smashing fella yeah you know like Sarah Alex he'd like kind of know all the kind of uh, like the families of the players and all that yeah you know, he, he kind of does all that. He's supposed to be really good at that side. and like My management, almost. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is good. The team plays better. Like everyone says we've not improved. But we're a better team than we were three years ago. Yeah. Like we are a better team. I know everyone else has been rubbish this year, but we're be- if somebody had told me at the start of the season we were going to finish second, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> like I honestly thought Ollie was going to get sacked at Christmas. Yeah. And Because we, we didn't buy anybody, really, did we? So. Yeah. Yeah, I would have laughed in your face. Laughed in your face, yeah. Honestly, I said this to my friend the other day because it was after the Europa League final where I was trying to make make ourselves feel better. <laughs> and we we're like, well, yeah, it's a good season. Like, I, I'm happy. I'm I'm not ever happy as United fan being second, but I thought we were going to come fifth. Like, so you've exceeded expectations. Yeah, absolutely. And with that team as well, like he's he must be doing something right. Like, I'm not saying he's the right man to win the title, but. Yeah. I don't think, like I said, I don't think anyone would succeed at that club at the minute. You could right. have the best manager in the world. You can get Johan Cruyff back out of the, out of the ground. He'd still fail. Like I, I honestly think Sir Alex would fail at that club now because he's not getting backed. Different, different ball game. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so what's been your biggest high supporting Man United? High, probably as like a, a as like a grown up, probably. Probably 2008 when we won the Champions League. Um, yeah, that was a, that that team. I think that team was better than the '99 team. That was like a a proper European Man United squad. Like '99 was all like I know it wasn't all British, but we had like Giggs, we had Beckham, we had Skulls, we had quite. A, and it's but it's where United moved into like modern football. You know, with the with like Van der Sar, we had Ronaldo, we had all these amazing sort of. European and South American players. Yeah. That, I think that team was the best team we've we've had, to be honest. I know Anderson was in that team, but yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you can't have them all. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, I think I think that to be honest. And um, oh, I'm trying to think. And weirdly, as well, when one of my biggest memories is when Lingard scored that goal against Arsenal in the FA Cup final. Okay, and then and. I'm not really a big Lingard fan, but that's sticking out to me. It's one of my best memories. I remember jumping around cheering to that. 
yeah. And then probably PSG when we I love that when we came back and beat PSG the other day. It was always it was always first time. It was was it his first season? I think it was his first season as manager. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'd love, yeah, I'd love. so many. Like that's a good thing. Like there's there's so many good memories. There's so many bad ones at the minute as well. But there are loads of good memories. Yeah. Like this season when we beat City, for example. Like no one, I I was again. I was like, no, we're not beating City. We're gonna lose about six nil. Like, I, I was like, don't bet on it. You're gonna waste your money. And then obviously we just turned up and beat City. Like. United are one of them clubs where they just surprise you yeah. in every way. Bad ways and good ways. Like. Yeah, so anything can happen, can't it? So, um, yeah, so hopefully there's a few more highs coming your way. Yeah, um, well, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. I know that's I'm very optimistic, but yeah, I'm hoping still. Yeah. I've saved myself from disappointment, that's what I'm doing. Did you ever get get to go to a game? Uh, yeah, no, when, when, when we're allowed to go, I go quite a lot, yeah. Sit on the, um, I've got a friend who gets a lot of free tickets in the the sort of corporate end Ooh. so well, I sit there but it is quite it is actually like that. I know they always say oh you're not United fan unless you go to Old Trafford but like you've also got yeah. to be earning like 90k a year to Old Trafford every week like, like it's very expensive to go watch United play but once you get there you've got to get back and like it's yeah as much as I can afford to go I'll go I don't go to many I don't go to many away, away matches to be honest, I've not been to an away match in probably like two years Okay. It's just so expensive, like just had other focuses, but you can watch it in the pub, your mates, can't you? Yeah. And not paying not pay hundred and fifty quid to get cold. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the way it's Stoke is yeah and all that, it doesn't really Yeah, exactly. Wednesday night in Stoke. Yeah. You know, I read I read I read a thing about Stoke and apparently they have a dip on the right hand side of the, of the pitch. And all the players know about it. Right. And they all use it, but then obviously away teams don't know about it. Well, it's, it's just like it just it puts me then that <laughs> <laughs> that shows that you're rubbish if you're using a dint in the pitch. You know what I mean? Like we're not that bad yet. It's got a bit of a, a wrong. Yeah, I think it's like a dip somewhere on the right hand side. I remember who was it? I can't think it was a Stoke player. I don't know. It'll come, it'll come to me at some point. But I was reading that, yeah, they've got a dint in the pitch that they use. Wow. Well, yeah, there you go. Groundbreaking news here from Ben Hart. Yeah. School day. Say yeah. that again. Every day's a school day. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get a pub <laughs> quiz, which, which football team's got a dip on the right-hand side of the field? <laughs> You've got it. And apparently Villarreal, apparently, I don't want to go on about Villarreal, but apparently yeah. that's the equivalent, the Spanish equivalent of Stoke, because it's like a, a pottery. Oh, come on, it's at least a Burnley. <laughs> It's at least the Burnley, like famous for properties like Stoke, you know, like uh, well, you know, all that pottery, ceramics, and all that. Yeah, Stoke are hard teams to play. Like everyone, that's why they're so famous. Like, it's, imagine being so famous for being difficult to play. Not that you're good. Yeah, that you're difficult to play against. Like, it's like that. You remember that guy who was famous for throw-ins? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, a... how crap have you got to be as a footballer to be famous oh, for yeah. throw-ins? Well, yeah. Is it Aston, was he Aston Miller player? I can't think of his name. Yeah, Rory Delap. Yeah, I think so. He was like amazing at throw-ins, but like, if I was a footballer, I'd be like, why would I want... <laughs> yeah, you've been in the wrong sport, pal. Like... Yeah, I'm trying to think of a sort of comparison in another sport. Yeah, it's like, well, that shot put. Like, it's just a light, it's like a light shot put, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know, he's, I don't know about shot put, but like... <laughs> 
All right. So, um, what's you, what's been your biggest low supporting Man United? Um, probably. Oh, that's a hard question. I think when Ronaldo left, I was gutted. Yeah. I was gutted when Ronaldo left because when Ronaldo left, he'd been such a good player. Like, and his dream was because everyone liked Ronaldo. United, any United fan you speak to loves Ronaldo. Like, still now, like, even though he left, like, he, his dream was to play at Madrid. And it was like, oh, so cat, what the hell? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> That's my biggest low, this cat. You don't even know who Ronaldo is. Cat. Uh, yeah, when he, probably when Ronaldo left, was probably my biggest low because we bought Michael Owen to replace him. Not, Not like informed Michael Owen either, like Michael Owen from Newcastle. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I think it was Newcastle we bought him from, but no, yeah, probably that, and then probably like the first, probably like the past twenty-four hours. Yeah, no, no, it's <laughs> honestly, I think Van when Van Gaal was manager, I hated it the entire time he was manager. Yeah, very he was negative, just, wasn't it? Negative football. He would just play such a strict, and he was never, he was never that manager. Like I don't know how he ever employed him. Like he got sacked from everywhere. Yeah. They got sacked by Barca. Like, he had that amazing Ajax team, but we just like I could have managed that team, but they were that good. Like, <laughs> and, like, he's, like he ruined players like Depay. Like Depay, Depay is like a free flowing player. Like he's like I'm not saying he's like Ronaldo, but he's that sort of type of player that needs space. Yeah, and he played this strict system, and it was like no one's going to succeed in that system. Yeah, I just hated Van Gaal, and he got rid of like Raphael. And we did it right. Was the FA Cup final. Under Van Gaal, did, uh, did yeah, you... we won. Yeah, that's that's the Lingard. That, that's funny enough. That's that's the Lingard goal, isn't it? He was, it was match, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was awful. We won it. We won it off like a, a Lingard. Well, he's called Ling, Lingard Ineo, didn't we back then? Yeah, he was. He's still. He's still the young talent, although he's like twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. A... It was the end, wasn't it? Yeah, like, but we won it in the end, and that's. But then like, he got sat the daft, and he got he got sacked after the match, didn't he? Because Mourinho was the. Manager, like even I didn't like Marino was negative. He was never a United manager, but again, he didn't get backs. Like, but yeah, Van Gaal, when Van Gaal was manager, I hated it. Okay, because at least with Marino, like you would attack occasionally. Like Van Gaal, like, I remember him. It, we were losing, and he subbed off. Like I think he subbed off Daily Blind and brought on Phil Jones. <laughs> You're like, what's what's that going to do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Jones going to have a worldie and just score from <laughs> that sort of thing. And again, he's, he wasn't for me. Nah. He bought he bought Schweinsteiger. Did he buy did he, did he buy Schweinsteiger? He was like fifty when we bought him, and everyone was surprised that he was unfit. Like, wow, so we've had some crap buys as well. Yeah. So your score's not that bad, then, eh? <laughs> no, like, overall, no, overall, like, no, yeah, absolutely. It's it's worse. He's been probably my favourite post Fergie manager. Wow, there you go. There yeah, you... but to be fair, the choices of David Moyes, <laughs> Louis Van Gaal, yeah, and Jose Mourinho. Yeah. So like, it's like yeah. Boris or Corbyn, really, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah. Which one do you choose? And yeah, a lot of people chose one way, didn't they? So yeah, yeah. I right. just yeah, I just, just write my own name at the bottom at least to get one vote. That's true. That is did true. You, did you read about Mo Salah coming third in the Egyptian election uh, elections? No, I didn't. Is there a punchline coming? No, it's just a true story. There was a, <laughs> it was there was a big protest in Egypt, and everyone wrote Mo Salah, and he came third in the elections. So you can so write it. Yeah, well, if you're writing, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to start quoting the Egyptian okay. like, political system, but like, apparently, yeah, it might, be, it might have been a crap article, but I read that he came third in the Egyptian elections. Imagine he'd won. 
What would he have done? I would have said, what would he have done? Like, sorry, Klopp, I'm, I'm a, I've got to go and lead Egypt. Like, <laughs> wow. Wow. No, yeah, it's just an interesting fact, yeah. Wow. But I don't know how we got into that, actually, from my lowest. I think I was trying to avoid, it was like therapy, I was trying to avoid talking about my worst my United moments, just sidetracking to something else. <laughs> <laughs> avoid that one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow. I'm trying to think oh, yeah. of a, an English equivalent that you'd you might get somebody voting for. Um, so it's it's like everyone voted for Harry Kane. Yeah. It's like everyone voting Harry Kane down. But the, actually, no. I tell you what, my lowest, my, my lowest was when I didn't remember when Fergie left. I was gutted because mm. it was always going to happen. Like end of an era. Yeah, I was gutted. Everyone knew it was going to be like. Anyone who, everyone knew the club were going to manage it badly as well. Like they could have, they could have spent loads of money. They could have got like a top class. They could have got someone like Pep, for example. But they got David Moyes. Somewhere. I don't I have no idea. But still to this day, I have no idea why they got David Moyes. Maybe they were just desperate for a Scottish manager. But there must be other ones. Yeah, so. I'm trying to think who else might have been available at that time. It tended probably, well, probably <laughs> even like Ancelotti back then. I know he's not. I know he's not doing it now. But ten years ago, Ancelotti could have a job at United. That's true. But he's probably too expensive for United, so and they have to spend money. Whereas David Moyes just bought Fellaini, so that's true. That's true. Let's not okay. talk about that one. So, who is your funniest ever player? Probably Jemba Jemba. Okay. So good they named him twice. Yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah, he was... <laughs> uh, he came up with like, so much expectation. He was just such a shit player. There's been so many players like, you know, like Makeda, first game, scored them amazing goals. Which was shit. I think he's playing like Serie B now somewhere. Um, so, only because he was shit, or did he actually... <laughs> no, he was just, he just, he was just shit. Like, <laughs> shit like, like, he was just so, like... You just think, like, how are you a professional footballer? Yeah. Like you must, you must watch football as yourself and think oh, I'm better. Than you. Yeah. Like you're just fitter than me. Yeah. Like I watch Fred every week and think, what do you do? Like running around the pitch. If you pay me 150 grand a week, I'll run around that pitch until I collapse. <laughs> like I, I don't care. Like I don't understand how these people make it to these top level footballers. Yeah. It, it must be a boys' club. It must like they must know each other. They must like know somebody. Like, it's got to be something, hasn't it? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Jemba Jemba on Makeda probably funny just because he were crap. Okay. And when actually no, when Phil Neville did step up, when Phil Neville did step overs, that was incredible as well. Okay. Google that one if you're a laugh. You watch Phil Neville do step overs. Okay. Yeah. That was funny. The most coordinated of chaps was he? And that's why it's so funny. You just like you think, wow, I didn't realize you could do that. (laughs) You've played at the club how many years, and you've just pulled that out of the bag now. I mean, just thinking about Man United players, I mean, it's probably a little bit before your time, but, but for me, I mean, Cantona's Instagram. Oh, yeah, I, I love Cantona. Uh, I was at that match, I was at that match, actually. That's probably early. I was at that match when they kicked the, uh, the, 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 the cameraman. Oh, the cameraman. I was at that match, yeah, I was at that match. What, the Palace one? When he, boot, when he got banned for like 12... Was yeah, it 12 yeah, yeah. Banned for, I was at that match, yeah. I was at, Man. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember saying to my dad, "Like, what's he just done that for?" Is that? So I, was, I didn't really understand football at the time. I thought it was like <laughs> part of the game. Yeah, 
He's have to boot a cameraman at least one of them a game. Yeah, Cantona yeah, is an yeah, incredible player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that underrated, I think, Cantona. Just legendary. Um, you know, and after that, you had like the Seagulls quotes and all of that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, Jamba Jamba, your funniest ever player. Yeah. Uh, who's your funniest current player? because you got to laugh or cry, haven't you? A lot of them now, so probably Eric Bailly, I'd say. Like, I've never known a man like he, he must be made of glass. <laughs> He's got to be made of glass. Like, I don't understand. Like, again, how, how can you be that injured all the time and still be playing professional football? Like, like, or just stop playing like that. Like, you see him sometimes too, you're like, why are you doing that? You, you don't need to roll on your ankles there. Like, there's nowhere near you. Yeah. He, like, just chucks himself on the ground and stuff like that. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably that. And I'm not, yeah, to be honest, then. <laughs> after last night, I'm, I'm not really seeing many funny sides to United after last night. But, like, <laughs> after losing that final. But, yeah, probably that. And then, I went, remember when Van Gaal threw himself on the floor? Okay. That's another funny moment as well. Yeah. So I was hoping that he, I'm not going to say, Drop dead, but I'm hoping that he'd had a serious condition, which meant he couldn't, which meant he could, which meant he couldn't be my United manager anymore. So <laughs> I wouldn't wish death on a person, just an illness that took them out of the job. Something a bit debilitating for a while. Yeah, only temporary though, but just long enough for us to get a new manager. Okay, there you go. All right. Yeah. Um, so, what's the funniest chant you've heard at Man United? So it could be at Old Trafford, could be at an away game. Could be, could be the the uh, away fan, not necessarily the Man United fans, not necessarily the Stratford and. But we played Tottenham. I can't think where it was, and Tottenham have this chant: "We're shit." I'm thinking like self-deprecation. Like, I'm all over that, but like ten thousand people shouting "We're shit." Imagine I was thinking, like, well, imagine the players, like your own fans, <laughs> your own fans are saying "You're shit." Like. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're already losing like 3-0 and then it's like going off at half time and your manager going you're probably not going to win this game <laughs> yeah it's like even you don't believe in me we'll talk about positive reinforcements yeah he's like worse shit worse <laughs> shit <laughs> you are you're right yeah let's all chant together <laughs> <laughs> probably don't do it in the London derby North London derby no definitely not okay I don't think I'm allowed around there with this accent <laughs> around that sort of time. I think they won't let me in. Nah. nah I, don't. I, used to, I used to date a girl from Essex, actually, and I remember I was living in Essex. I not living in Essex, but going to see her quite a lot. And people oh. would, like, it was like I was from a different country. Like, I was thinking, I was speaking the same language, actually. But like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, can I have a pint, please? And they'd be like, what? <laughs> it's the same, like, I know it's, it's more, like, I use the vowels more, but, like, it's still the same word. Like, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a bit like I think worse shit. I think worse shit, Tottenham's worse shit chant. Worst I imagine shit. all the clubs do it as well, but I just, I remember I just remember Tottenham chanting it and me thinking that is a fantastic chant. Let's hope I never have to chant that at my United. <laughs> and the day has come, so Okay. So that's one for uh, for Preddon Park tram me next season. Absolutely worse shit, and we know we are worse yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, just worse shit. We get ahead of them then. It's like if you know you've got a problem. Say if you've got like, I don't know, 
I'm going to choose a problem because I don't want to get in trouble. You've got a massive problem that you're really self-conscious about. It's like you mentioning it first. Then you, nobody can attack you for it then, can they? No. If you call yourself shit, no one call you shit. Preemptive strike. Exactly. That's what I think it is. I don't think that much thought went into it, but they could say that. Okay. There you go. Very clever. So who's the funniest manager? Ever. Ever. Honestly, Mick McCarthy. He's my... He's my favourite ever man in football. Okay, so that's in. I mean, of course, he's funny. He's funny. Yeah. Um, any sort of Man United managers? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know. Like, I loved it. anything Fergie said. I loved him. Like, um, <laughs> I hate Van Gaal. Everything about him. Like, <laughs> I don't think I could even bring myself to. I remember when David Moyes were like losing, and there's a picture of David Moyes looking like. Yeah. I don't have a clue what to do here. Yeah. I quite I thought Mourinho was funny. Like I didn't like him at the end. Yeah. yeah I thought yeah. I love Mourinho's sass, like how he just like ripped players like after the match, yeah, he was shit. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't do that, Mourinho. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, I like Mourinho. I was just used to like attack reporters for no reason. Like he's got such a bad temper. I remember kind of before your time, uh, there was Ron Atkinson was manager. Oh yeah. Both uh, of uh, of Man United, and I mean, he was quite a jovial character, and you know, he, yeah, he was, he was quite funny. He's quite, yeah. Uh, so we had that many because we had Fergie for so long. It's not like we've had loads of managers, you know. Mm. If you're like a Liverpool fan or a City fan or you've had, and Tottenham, you've had quite a lot of managers over the past, you know, three decades. But we've not. You've you know, had, we had we had one for two decades, and we've had like then four. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like about 40 in the past 10 years. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. And I'd then, say 10 years as well. It's longer than that, isn't it? I think it's, it's actually 11 years now, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. Creepy. 10 doesn't sound as bad as 11, so. No, nah, no. Nah. Let's round it down. But until you get to five, you have to round up, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Letting hairs. All yeah. right. Um, so who's the funniest fan? Um, what's it called, that guy? Um Give it gigs at the end of the season. Okay. Oh, what's his name? You've done your research, Ben, haven't you? I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I have written down. I've got it written down here. He's, he's quite famous now. So he, he reviews the end of the season. No, he, he's. Have you not seen that? Have you not seen that? It's um. What's his name? Andy Tate. It's got Andy Tate. Andy Tate, yeah. It's, it's a famous video of him going, give it gigs at the end of the season. Then there's like, there was loads of like, oh, there was, cool. loads, of, there was loads of memes of after. I think it was like general election that year and they were like, give it gigs at the end of the season. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I've he's heard just, that. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's actually on that like YouTube channel now, I think. I watch quite a lot of his stuff. He's really funny. Okay, Andy Tate. Yeah, I'll have to and, check that out. Andy Tate. Yeah, he's, he's funny. And then there's obviously that guy, um, I had it written down, but I've lost the notes. So. Right, right, right. Sorry, yeah. Um, I remember, I remember. Um, I was, at, I was at a game. I say about a story. About, I was sat next to this guy. We were, we weren't even playing Leeds, and he was chanting, "We all ate Leeds scum. We all ate Leeds scum." And then this guy, he was must have been, he must have been. About, I was only about six. He seemed like he was about seven foot six or something. Turned around and went, "I'm from Leeds." Just punched him square in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. You got to face the consequences. Yeah. There you go. 
Yeah. But, but yeah, that's it. Really. Again, like it's, when you're at the match, you don't really see that much that much stuff when you're there. It's all up on the videos, isn't it, and stuff. And everyone everyone acts like an idiot at the match. So yeah, everyone yeah, everyone gets a bit too excited and goes ooh ooh every three seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you see that? Yeah, I did see it. We're all watching the same game. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's the so only when, thing to watch. When you go to the ground, you, is there a like particular part of the ground you normally sit in or? Uh, yeah, so it's top. It's it's opposite the Stretford end, so it's like the corporate end. Okay, well, there you I, go. I'd, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Stretford ends all right, but I, I sometimes like take like my, my little sister and stuff, and it's not really appropriate for her. So, okay. Sometimes I sit in the family stand, which is just off the Stretford end. Yeah, it's yeah the atmosphere in Old Trafford. It's like no other no other stadium. Yeah, it's amazing, and and people don't, people forget how big it is, Old Trafford as well. Like. Yeah, you got I think that. only when I think only Wembley's bigger than Old Trafford. Yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's amazing. Like it's an amazing ground. And even like grounds abroad. Like I went to, um, um the new, I went to New Camp and yeah. it looked like it looks like a car park. Yeah. Have you been Have you been to New Camp? You seen the New Camp? I've been to uh, the Burnabout. Yeah, well, the Burnabout looks alright, but yeah, and like even what's called um the San Siro. Look again, it looks like a car park. Yeah. From the outside, you know what I think? Like, it does, like, all, like a car park, isn't it? The way it's kind of it is like, it looks like, like, look like it looks like a multi story car park, yeah, like a massive one, yeah. But uh, yeah, Old Trafford's an amazing ground, and like, like I think a lot of English grounds are, are, are nice as well. These cities grounds, nice, Tottenham grounds, nice. I don't know about Tramway, I don't know what their grounds are like, but it's all right. It's all has right. it got a roof yet? Or roof, yeah, it's got a roof, just yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Electric. Is it electric as well? Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Floodlights. Hey, floodlights, yeah, just about. Yeah, okay, right. Penny in the meter and all that. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about your funniest fan. Um, what's been your funniest away day with Man United? I think that's so bad. I've already answered that. I think I've already answered that with my... Uh... Were, your worst shit Tottenham thing I just of course yeah. I, I think I laughed about it for, it must have been about six months after I was telling people this story <laughs> and like no one else found it funny but I just it was just like to me I was just like this is genius like <laughs> yeah I think I think that I, re I remember watching um, I remember going watching United play it was like United versus, versus the rest of the world okay I can't think where it was it might have been it might have been but I can't think where it was but I remember thinking like there was fans from all over the world yeah, and there was so many rivalries there. Yeah, it was just like it was a it was dangerous. Like it was just like you had like Liverpool fans, you had Madrid fans, you had Barca fans, you had like wow. Dynamo Kiev fans. You had like all over the world. Like there were and people this was there. A charity match with it. Yeah, it was a charity match. Yeah, okay. it was it was yeah it was it was really cool actually. Yeah. Yeah. I got to see like quite a lot of players actually that I wanted to see. Ooh. I think Robbie Neil played in the match and stuff like that. So right, right. But, um. Nice. That, that was yeah. That was that was that was funny because it was just fighting all the time. Like, like you, you, somebody would hear like a different language and they they instantly decide they wanted to beat up this Real Madrid fan. And like, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like, I don't bother to get the fighting side, but like, it was just all the police must have been like, oh my god, we're gonna have to escort every singular fan. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was a bit rough. You managed to get out unscathed. Yeah, I. I know it's changed since I've gotten older, but I, I don't I don't think you used to look as punchable when I was younger. So Okay. Yeah. Cat, go away. <laughs> it's all right. 
Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, Ben, I know we've talked a little bit about uh, the show coming up in Fulham. Yeah. And that's on the 10th. Is it the 10th? Yeah. They're the 8th of June, I think. 8th of June, yeah. Yeah, because it's a... It's the eighth of June, so yeah, it's a it's a Tuesday. Tuesday, best night, best night of the week, Tuesday. So, eighth for June in Fulham. Yeah, and um, gig for Dean as well, actually. In a couple of, to be honest, I'm, I'm, it's well, you'll know yourself. Booking gigs is so hard at the minute because everyone wants a gig, right? Like, yeah, everyone's desperate for it. And you've got all these comedians as well who've decided during lockdown it's a good idea to become a comedian. Yeah, and they all want the first gig, and they all want all oh, this places. So it's. It's massively oversized. Getting a gig now, you've got to like sell a kidney to get a gig to do like an open mic. This is it. This is it. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell you what I did to Dean, but he <laughs> <laughs> gave me a ten spot anyway. So, <laughs> um, all right. So you've got the Fulham show. Uh, let's see, eighth of June. Yeah. In London Town. Um, any other shows coming up? You said you got one with Dean Aldridge. Yeah, it's an app called Milkshake, and you make your own like web page. And okay, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Like, I'd say get it. Like if you want to let people know, it's just easier like than putting a gig list up. Okay. And it's yeah, it's just it's just easier because then people click on it, they know where you're at, they know where you're going to. So I have, like some people sometimes want to come watch me. Sometimes a lot of people don't want to watch me. So. There you go. I know it's Sandy's, but yeah, um, my gigs are always on there. To be honest, it's, it's the way I keep up with it as well. I have it, I have it, I have it set already, so it updates every time after the gig. Wow, I'm okay. quite efficient with that sort of thing. Very organised, very organised. Well, it's just because I know how unorganised I am, so I spend all the time <laughs> organising it. Like I know that I'll, if I don't do it right there and then, it's not happening. Yeah, I'll get I'll get a call saying where are you You're supposed to be in Cardiff? I'm like, I'm, like, sorry, I'm not set off yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was sat at home watching United lose. There you go. That's yeah. now, isn't it? A Cardiff there. Um, yeah. All right. So, um, in terms of the socials and um, online, where can people find you, Ben? Uh, so, on Facebook, I'm on Facebook. Um, ben Hart, it's H A R T. Uh, there's a magician on Britain's Got Talent who had the same name as me. He keeps stealing my traffic, actually. Oh. Um, but it's just mostly Instagram, to be honest, mate. Like, I put everything on Instagram. Uh, more my gigs are on Instagram. Um, that's the only thing I really use for stand-up. Like I use my Facebook for booking gigs, but not really for like, announcing gigs. It's more you know, private than Facebook. But yeah, I'd say inst Instagram. So my Instagram handle is Ben Hart, H-A-R-T, 0592. 0592. Yeah, so it's usually, it's usually the second one that comes up, to be honest, um, after the famous magician who's stealing my thunder. What he's 0591, is he? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I think he's just been out actually. I've been trying to get his, I've been trying to hack his account for the past six months to get the handle. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. change it to stealer, yeah, <laughs> thief. Yeah, great stuff. All right, yeah, well, thank you, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Cheers, boss. Well, thank you for having me on anyway. It's been nice to, yeah, uh, no problem at all. Um, so good luck, uh, with the shows coming up, yeah, and you never know. I might catch you down in Fulham in a couple of weeks. Yeah, honestly, mate, let me know. Let me know because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bring you either. So it'd be nice. There you go. There you go. I'll do, do you a favour for my bringer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come watch one of yours. Yeah. yeah. And um, good luck for United for next oh, season. Thank you, mate. Yeah.
And then, yeah, let's see. They can improve on yeah. this. You know, maybe a trophy. <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah. Second place, second place trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's been a pleasure. Right. Cheers, boss. Anyway, thank you for having me on. All right. See you later. Right. Bye bye.